Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 67 Talk of Fame podcast with your host, Kylie Montigny. And I'm so excited to have on singer songwriter Melissa Carter. Thanks for coming, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Of course, me too. So, you are a singer songwriter. What made you want to start doing that and being in this industry? So, I have been singing since I was really young. And I always say that it wasn't really a choice. It was just what I had to do. Mm -hmm. I connected to music really young, grew up with, in a musical family. And it, it is like the only thing that has always kept me going. Um, so that's why I say it, it wasn't a choice. It just kind of was within me. And mm -hmm. it, it kept going from there. Oh, that's awesome. Like uh, music has been like a huge part of my life as well. In everyone's life. Like if it wasn't for music, I would be dead bored every single day. I'm sure that's for everyone as well. But like, what, what kind of like drew you to music? What kind of like, was it always something you always wanted to do? Or is it something that kind of, kind of clicked with you when you're young? Um, for me, it's always, I've, I've, been somebody who always experiences, even as a young child, I kind of had an old soul and I always just had heavy emotions mm -hmm. and music for me was my way of feeling connected and kind of understanding those really big emotions as a young child. So I, I didn't watch a lot of TV. I just immersed myself in music because it gave me that feeling that I was looking for to feel that sort of connection with these really big feelings that I had, even just being really young. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to sell out some like very popular and historic venues like the Hotel Calf in the Mint. Like what was your reaction kind of selling out those venues and getting to perform, being really good to perform there at those like historic venues and stuff? Um, every time I get on stage, it feels so good and I just feel so grateful that I'm able to be there. Um, and I always felt that way at those venues in LA, especially growing up, knowing about those venues and knowing who played those venues. A lot of people that I looked up to, it just felt a lot of gratitude getting to be there and um, perform anytime I get to perform live anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So you wrote an album called Lost and Found and Found Again. What kind of inspired you to write the album? So as everybody has experienced, um, the pandemic hit a lot of people really hard and mm -hmm. it kind of shut everything down and forced us to, you know, have to be at home. And, um, it made me kind of look and spend more time alone and look within myself at things that I wasn't paying attention to for a long time because we're, you know, living so fast paced all the time. Yeah. Um, and so that writing really came from kind of having to be silent and, kind of sit with myself um, and just my journey from where life was before that and where it has moved to two years later. Yeah, absolutely. Like once like the whole pandemic started, like the whole world shut down, you weren't able to do anything, you're supposed to stay home. And yeah. like everyone thought, and I personally thought that this pandemic will last about like two weeks. I didn't think it would last anymore in a couple mm -hmm. of weeks. Then now like two years later, we're still going on dealing with this whole thing. But like, what was like the hardest part for you to deal with this pandemic? Because like when I was doing like when like the pandemic hit for me, I grew up with anxiety, so it made my anxiety a lot worse. I got myself into depression. So mm -hmm. like, what kind of was the hardest part for you and basically trying to handle being sick at home and brought quarantine? Yeah. So I actually at the same have a lot of anxiety and deal with those things as well, and. 
just like you, having to be home and not being able to go out and not being able to connect with other people was very difficult for me. And also, as I said, music is like the thing that connects me to the world. That all stopped and made it, it just made it very, very difficult for me to feel like I had a purpose. And I think that was probably the hardest part and why I threw myself into songwriting because there was nothing else that I could do and I needed to find that piece somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like once kind of started, like no one, had, no one had nothing to do. Like you weren't supposed to go anywhere. You're supposed to sit home and try and figure out what to do at your house, which there wasn't really a lot to do, right. except like maybe like watch songwriting or just watch television. And that's where I did. I just watched television, television twenty four seven. You can't do anything else. But then at the end of the day, like I like I spent most of my time listening to music. Like mm-hmm. like music was always on in my in my. Uh, earphones and I was always blasting it and like if it wasn't for music or television I would have made it I'm sure for everybody no one would have made it if it wasn't like singing or watching television or music but he's like he's like we're we weren't allowed to do anything so what was really the point of it I feel like songwriting and entertainment industry really gone up since the pandemic started since like Everyone's stuck at home. They were very bored, and new things were starting. Like many things were basically blocked because of quarantine. They could film, or they could somewhere be in, like classes to like record or whatever. So that was really the hardest part. But like out of all the songs, basically on your album, what kind of song meant the most to you the most? So there's a song that I'm releasing in May. It's called OKC, which is about my experience in Oklahoma City when I actually moved from Los Angeles in the middle of the pandemic to Nashville. I took a road trip. We took all of our stuff in the car and stopped in Oklahoma City. And just the drive and the experience kind of gave me this song idea um, about it. It's about leaving home and kind of having a new chapter in your life. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that that song represents the most of what I've experienced and through this like growth period. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I think that one means the most to me. I love it. So like when you're writing a song, do you usually focus on the lyrics first or the music? I think that is such a good question because I don't have a consistency to that. Sometimes, sometimes lyrics just come to me and they come kind of in a poetic manner. And then I have to put music and melody to it later. And there are other times that I just sit down at the piano and first the music comes to me and then a melody comes to me and it gives me kind of a mood or um, an energy that represents an emotion. And that's where the song comes from. So honestly, it could just be, it could be one or the other. Yeah, it just exactly. depends on how I feel. Yeah, like that's really for everyone. Like if one person says like, oh, the lyrics usually come first, like, or the, like, the lyrics come first, it really depends on the song because like, like it really really depends on what you write how your ideas form because like when i talk to someone you'd be like oh depends on the song right like, what was kind of the hardest part for you to kind of be able to songwrite and be able to basically mix those two things together in the song yeah that's a really good question it i am affected by melody and by um music a, a lot mm-hmm. so melody comes a lot easier to me than lyrics do um, and so sometimes that that's where I get a little bit stuck because I, again, heavy in the emotions. Um, and I was always moved by voices and the feeling and the expression that I heard in an artist when they were singing. Um, so I connect to that 
more naturally than I do being able to piece my story together. So that's more of my challenge. Um, but the pandemic gave me a huge opportunity to really kind of push myself in that area a lot further. And um, it's been really fun, a fun challenge for me. Oh, absolutely. So do you have anyone they look up to as a singer-songwriter or is kind of in general? Do you have anyone they look up to? There are so many people, but lately I have really been listening to a lot of Maren Morris and mm -hmm. Carly Pierce, but particularly mm -hmm. Maren Morris, her songwriting, her truth, her honesty, um, and her most recent record have really just moved me in a, in a new way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like with those two artists, they're basically starting out. Like they're basically like trying to drop new music. They're not as huge as some other artists, but they're like becoming more known and they're really talented and they really deserve all the recognition they deserve because they're really so talented. And like, do you like, like when you listen to some of those artists, like Carly Pierce and all those like upcoming artists, what do you find the most inspiring for their songs or some other songs or in general? Um, well, for somebody like Carly Pierce, I just really resonate with her story and, um, and how much of herself she puts into her music. Um, I just, I think, I think it's so clear and it's what she does is just done with so much authenticity. Um, I think that's what leaves the biggest impact on me from listening really to any artist. It's if I can feel their soul it inspires me and makes me yeah. want to do the same. Yeah, me too. So if you could collab with any singer-songwriter, who would it be? Chris Stapleton. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Number one. No doubt. So since quarantine kind of started back in 2020, how much do you think in, how much do you think has changed in terms of songwriting since the pandemic started two years ago? In songwriting specifically? Yeah, or singing, or either one. In music. Well, the, I think that now we have, generally, we have a much bigger appreciation for live music. Yeah. I feel like it kind of forced us to be a lot more present and to dig a little bit deeper um, as artists. I have a lot of artist friends who, you know, we have to work really hard. We usually have to juggle a few different things when we're pursuing our craft, and that the, the stop really forced us to slow down and pay a little bit more attention and like throw a little bit more into the art, into our craft than we were before. Um, so I think it kind of essentially, it made the art better yeah, um, and more true. Exactly. I and I appreciate that. Yeah, me too, me too. So the final question for the interview is, what is some advice for the younger generations that like to be like a singer-songwriter one day? Yeah, okay, that's really important to me mm -hmm. um, because it's been quite a journey for me. And I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to not stop. If it's something that you absolutely love and you can't live without, to really just keep going no matter what the result is. Mm -hmm. If you keep kind of staying on that path, it's going to lead you where you're meant to be. Even when you have moments of, you know, feeling um, anxious or feeling sad or feeling um, depressed, any of those things, for me, music always kind of brought me back to my happy place. Mm -hmm. So I would really just say, 
if that's your dream, follow it because it's always going to be your happy place. Make sure that it's always your happy place. Exactly. I couldn't agree. Like, have you like with those type of things, like during the pandemic, you made like the songwriting more difficult. Like, have you kind of struggled with those t- things in terms of kind of str- songwriting and basically trying to make make yourself happy with with songwriting and everything? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And just uh, the music, a music career in general is full of so many ups and downs that it can be, you can easily get lost in trying to focus on the ups and downs versus just focusing on the music. And if the music is in you and makes you happy and you can focus on that, everything else kind of gets quieter. So I think for me, I've had like the whole lost and found thing. I've, I've had a lot of road bumps and every road bump I've hit, I have experienced those really deep feelings and have to remember to focus back on the music. And it always, it always goes up from there. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so great speaking to you. You're amazing. And I had such a blast and we'll definitely speak soon for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to hear it and stay connected. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, absolutely. Bye. Bye.